Christ, you people suck. Wow. This is episode 707, Palindrome Time. Get one of those every hundred episodes. So on the show this week, I have Anthony with me. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, well, Terrence was supposed to join. I don't know if he will. Uh, he's got the he's got the COVID. Got the Just big. want to note that error 707 means that a part or even all of the hard drive's memory cannot be erased. I feel that. I feel that. I've seen too many too many hard drive errors. Hard drives are like the most like, just the things that break the most for me. It's like the cheapest part to yeah. replace on a computer, but I think it's also got one of the highest failure rates. Oh yeah, that was exactly what happened to my PC just recently. My SSD died. So Yeah. <sighs> We need to we need to make better memory over time. It makes you worried about your consoles that have built-in hard drives. Yep. Especially now that uh, all your games have to go on them. So, like, what happens when they die? What happens when we die? Um, I don't want to know yet. Throw throw me in the tr- you throw me in the trash. <laughs> the hard drives. I mean, sure. Put me in there. I'll just useless memory, you know. Anyway, this got about dark. Let's um, <laughs> well, tell you this. <laughs> this is how we useless do it. memory. You're right. Correct. This, this whole podcast useless <laughs> memory. I, I feel in the how many ever years now it's been. It's fucking Jesus. 2006. First one. I think. I can't remember. 20 years this thing will be going on at some point. Ugh, I'll be here for enough of it where everybody should feel ashamed. Uh. I do. I feel ashamed on a daily basis, but that's just me. Anyway, let's talk about some video games, I guess. Uh, yeah, um, I only have really one talk about, hey, I wrote a review for Ground Divers. It's Ground good. It's... It's fifteen bucks, and if it was a dollar more, I w- I probably would have dropped the score a whole point. It's fine. I think the issue is, like I say in the review, it's fun. It, it is, but like, it is only what it is. Like, there's not much more to it. Um, and I, I've talked about it before, and it's like it's kind of a lot to go into detail about. But basically, it's a Real-time strategy game that you move a character around a grid by just kind of giving him the waypoints and then he drills through stones. Um, and there's only seven levels. And so 
part of it is like, you know, can you do all these little missions within the level to get all the stars? And then there's a hard mode. and It's all fine and dandy, but like, I think it'd be better placed on a phone. It it only makes sense on the Switch only. Like, it's only on the Switch. And it makes sense because you can bring it around as a portable and it's something that you can play and finish a, le- like a level in uh, in a very short amount of time. You know, it's not going to be for everyone. I like it. It's it's a. I gave it an eight, and uh, you know, it, I think the art style is what saves that game entirely. Um, overall, like it's if it wasn't so colorful, it probably would have been something that I played and then not gone back to. And it's like, you know, the, this very colorful design and it's good gameplay loop kind of keeps me going. It's kind of like, um. Binding of Isaac, like, if it wasn't that very stylized design and it was just kind of a generic-looking game, I don't think I would have put as much time into Binding of Isaac. And the reason why I use those is because they're both shorter experiences um, and they have roguelite elements. Um, I forgot I tried that spinoff of Binding of Isaac a while uh, back. Legend, Legend of Bumbo. That is not a Binding of Isaac game. No, 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 not at all. That was weird. It's literally, it's literally just the character that you trade money to. Yeah, but you like, like you shoot people. It's weird. I don't. uh. Um, the other game I've been playing is Horizon Forbidden West, which is quickly shooting up to game of the year for me, and I'm not even that far in it, and that's how much I'm enjoying it. Um, Brian said that it was like a lot of the. Uh, futuristic science fiction portion of that game and not the modern time misery. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I, I, my issue with the first game was that the two parts didn't blend very well. The, there was the portion of that game that was, hey, uh, go and explore what's happened to the world. And I'm like, that is super fascinating. And then they'd be like, and now go help the tribal people. And you go, okay. And, like, they're not as interesting. Some of it was. Some of it was with with the the political intrigue portion of it. But, like, for the most part, I don't give a shit. (laughs) You know? Like, it just wasn't great, that portion of the game. And and if they blended better, I would have been more impressed. And that's what they've done here. Like, the two... They they still have those two halves, but they don't feel like they're kind of deviating from each other to then kind of loop back in, that they're wholly intertwined, which makes far more sense, but it's different tribes, so, like, it, it makes sense that they would react differently, because the four or five that were in the original game um, didn't see the world the same way, so... It does make sense that, like, these people would also have different relationships to the world. Um, Like I said, I'm not very far. Like, I've gotten to, uh, um, I don't know, I guess spoiler for the first game, Hades is still around, and I have confronted Hades again. Uh, I'm a little bit further past that section, um, but not by much. And, uh... There's just some really neat stuff. They've 
what I think is the most impressive part is that they learned from Breath of the Wild, which is funny because it came out the first game came out around the same time as that, Breath that of the Wild. That means Horizon whatever three is gonna is gonna learn from Elden Ring. Yeah, maybe. Um, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> um, but what I mean, this game I find is tough enough as it is. It really is leading you into being more stealthy in this game because head-on combat just eats apart your health. Like, oh my god, um, some of these robots are more vicious than anything in the first game. In the first game, there's a lot of projectile. Like, I rather fight more of the giant T-Rex things from the first game than ever fight, like, some of these more basic enemies. Like, they just do not like you. Um, the the one, the, like, the big uh, moose or deer or whatever they're fucking supposed to be with the antlers. Yeah, like, the, they're, the ones they're that are... They're assholes. Like, yeah, the cattle. They're not easy to fight. They're not, not easy to fight at all. They'll run away. That's the only benefit to them. Like, they will run away to self-preserve, unlike other things. Um, oh, yeah, just, what, wow. They're, yeah, they're bastards in this game. Um, but, uh, man, it just, every, every, I hate to be like this, but everything that I wanted fixed is here. And you know what? They explain away, because there's a couple months time between the first game and this one, um, they explain away why she doesn't have equipment. Like, a character just says, it looks like you're traveling light these days. And she's like, yeah, I ran into some troubles. Like, oh, that's all I needed. It was just a little bit of an explanation. You know? Um, yeah, fuck, man. Like, I, uh, I, I love this game. Like, I like the first game a lot. I, um, but it's just... They clearly also learned from uh, Death Stranding that worked on the same engine, right? So um, the the scanning tool that, like, shows you the environment and then, like, puts X's where you shouldn't walk or whatever, or it, just environment that's in, not uh, interactable. Um, but then, like, climbing, it highlights everything in yellow. And I'm like, that's, that's the um, thing that you could do in uh, Death Stranding, where you could see the environment and scan it. And they would tell you, like, yeah, this is not where you want to walk in the water because you will be swept off your feet. And I don't know, just, like, all these little things that it learned from. And, like, just some of the world design in this game is... It, it just It's like, this is the perfect sequel. Which is not something you can say about all sequels. Because um, they don't always fix and, and approve upon everything. Uh, so yeah, I, I just, I want to be playing it right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I feel. I'm like, this fucking podcast is cutting into my time. Um, but yeah, I've been addicted to that. I, I just like, uh, and I traded in Metroid Dread for this, and that's totally worth it. I'm having way more fun with this game than I did ever Metroid Dread. So, yeah. yeah. That's it for me. I haven't played much this week. I've been pouring into uh, Horizon, and when I say like I'm trying to do everything except for like the hunting missions, which I never liked in the first game, and um, the uh, board game thing, which is neat. But I'm like I'm gonna grab some more pieces before I start jumping into these board games. 
there's a lot to this game. Like it looks like it learned from like The Witcher and and Breath of the Wild and Death Stranding and all the other games. It's just like, yeah, we're gonna make something that's thick. Is less of a standard Ubisoft open world like the first game was, and this is gonna be more freeform. You figure it out. The weird thing about that. the weird thing about the Horizon games, it always threw me off. <clears throat> as far as the world is concerned, is like when I play a game like The Witcher or I play a game like Red Dead, a, a big open world game. It always feels like a flat open world. Horizon's maps always feel like they're like in a canyon. I don't know if that makes sense. Like when you look at the yeah, map, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it is like literally you're in between the. But there's the, mountains um, in the canyon you're in, which is weird. Like, yeah, that, that's I mean, a weird... they said it. They said it in that sort of area. Um, but yeah, like you know, and I think that's part of the reason why um, Kojima picked this for picked that engine for Death Stranding. Right? Even like, Death Stranding didn't feel like it was in a canyon. Uh, I, I suppose. I, yeah, I mean, not not as much as as um, this game, but. Uh, yeah, I, I did feel like it was in a canyon because you do climb up. It just didn't feel like the canyons were barriers as much, or the um the mountains were barriers as much in the other in uh, Death Stranding because you could climb up most fucking things. Yeah. Um, but you were like that was the those were the boundaries in Death Stranding that or water. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just a weird feeling I get about the Horizon games, like the open world. Well, it's, it's 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 open world games. Here's your boundaries. It's either mountains. Or water. I think I prefer like, water. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I, I mean, I don't know about that for me. Like, it's they both are like obvious, but I'd rather be told not to climb than be like, yeah, you can just, you know, keep going on the water or whatever. Like, maybe it's because a mountain, a mountain like... on foot, a mountain on foot seems like, yeah, I can't get in there. But then, like, um. When you have boats on water, I'm like, well, why am I being stuck here? Just put sharks then there's, at the edge. Yeah. <laughs> then there's Breath of the Wild. It's like, yeah, half this half of this map is cut off from this gigantic crater that there's no goddamn way you'll ever cross, and the other part is water. The the east side is water, and then the like around the map on the northwest and south side, it's just this gigantic hole you can't cross for the rest of the land. I've tried. I tried flying to it. I feel like <clears throat> every time somebody says Breath of the Wild, I'm like, I really want to replay that game. Yeah, just then you go, oh, wow, that's a lot of time. Yeah, no, it's, it's a big fucking video game. Um, Yeah, I, uh, I just know that, like, the best border that I've ever seen in, a, like, an open-world video game is still Saints Row 2, a game I'm also excited for, is Saints Row. Um... Because it looks like it's a return to form of two and three rather than four, and I'm assuming it's gonna play. It's gonna probably play like three, but then have the humor of two, which is what I'd prefer. Um, but uh, in Saints Row Two, you could drive out a certain distance, and if you followed signs, you got to a giant Easter bunny that like would ra- raise out of the water. And a splashdown would. Just, there was an octopus if you went off the track, and it would grab you and throw you back. Huh. That game I'm gonna was look great. that up. With but, giant squid. Yeah. Ooh. It like grabs the tentacle, grabs you, and throws you back to the track. 
pretty cool. I don't think I've ever played Splashdown. The first one's great. Uh, the second one tried to be something different. That's my fault. I apologize. I know I've told that story on the show a thousand times. <laughs> wow, it it just launches you. Holy shit. Yeah, it throws it like just... <sighs> Alright, anything else? Nah, that's it, man. I, 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 fuck. You know, you know that feeling when you get addicted to something and it's like all you want to do? Yeah, I wish I had that right now. Like, I've played a couple good yep. games, but nothing is like, wrapped me. Painful when it's, yeah, it's painful when it's not there. <sighs> well, I will roll through these indie games real quick and then I have a couple, uh, other titles to talk about. So, uh, start off with Princess Loot Pixel Again Times Two. This sounds like not your game at all. I mean, it's pretty much what you think it is. Like a little roguelike go through. Rogue, yep. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's. I mean, it plays good. It's fine. It's just not not for me. Uh, Seduction Amongst Fate, the game I kept laughing about for the last two weeks. That is a weird game. That is a 2D side-scroller. It starts off with your dad like leaving you at a monastery and then leaving. Uh, and then right. you grow up and you, you, you know, you're raised by the monks. And then you start having these dreams about a woman, and the monk tells you to pray on it, and it's a side-scrolling adventure game where you can pray <laughs> to make the ghosts go the... away. Alright. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a weird game. Uh, arcade. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> being told to pray anything away never works. Just heads up, everybody. I just wish the, not hammer, the hammer song would play when you did it. I got to pray just to make it today. I'm not uh, familiar with that one, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, that was that was uh, after. There's the... two. There's two MC Hammer songs I like, and both of them are off the. Well, like being relative, the, uh, there's two MC Hammer songs I know, and they're both off the same. Yeah, the first album, right? Yep. You don't know Too Legit? Hammer... No, I don't like Too Legit. Uh, it's uh. I can't believe I'm saying it's it's of course uh can't touch this, which sure. unfortunately just lives in everybody's mind rent free. And she's soft and wet. Wow, okay, so back in that day, gotcha. Um, hey look, if you sample a good prince song I mean let's you might like it a bit more. Let's be fair, Prince's songs weren't exactly non horny. No. No, that song fucking those lyrics are great, but Jesus Christ, that is full heads up. And that's uh, that. Uh, uh, head on, uh, that's uh, from Prince's first album, "For You." Too, I, I love that song. And so, when you sample it, maybe I'm more inclined to like that song. And boy, he did, Hammer's just like fuck it. We're even using the the chorus. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, eventually he got tired of doing all that, and he became hardcore. Dropped well, the MC. Just called him yeah. Hammer. Uh, I mean, he's one of the more legit guys, because as much as everybody's like, well, he's not a gangster. Yeah, but he hired everybody from the neighborhood that he lived in, and they were. You might so, say he uh, was too legit to quit. The people around him were too legit to quit. He could have quit at any time. True. Alright, uh, the next game I played is the, the next game from Ilphonic, which is Arcade Again, and 
my son walked in while I was playing it. He's like, are you playing Fortnite? Because my son's like obsessed with Fortnite, but I don't let him play it because I don't let him play online with other people because they're terrible. Um, of course. And I was like, no, this is not Fortnite. He's like, this looks like Fortnite. I'm like, you're not wrong. Um, who's Elphonic? Uh, did they work on the Predator game? And yeah. I thought they worked Il- on I'm Friday looking, the 13th, I'm just, but that's a different team. I'm looking it up right now. Ilphonic. I know they worked on the Predator game. Oh, no. They're, oh, why? They, okay, so yeah, they Predator Hunting Grounds is them. Oh, no. Yeah, okay, so they were... They worked on Evolve. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, right. They worked on Evolve. They worked on a game called Armored Warfare. Don't know it. They worked on, uh, st- they've worked on Star Citizen. I mean, who hasn't? Yeah, uh, Friday the 13th is them. Okay. I, well, it's also or... them and Gun. Gun okay. also worked, because Gun is working on, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre now, and they worked on Friday the 13th. Okay. Well, they did a game, they worked on a game called Dead Alliance. Um, not that alliance. I know that Predator. game. Predator Hunting Grounds. Yeah, I played that. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. That's the new game. Yeah, and then yeah, I see Arcade again, in which is literally yeah, like we have we have asked people what they like, and he just said Fortnite, so we made Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what it is. Enough of following trends. Good God, how many fucking times do I have to say it? Alright, uh, I tried Severed Steel, the final version, I still don't like it, I think it's bad, um, it's just not, like, the movement in it is neat, but it's just not fun to do, uh, especially when you're trying to do combat, maybe it's better with a mouse and keyboard, but with a controller, I just, I don't find it fun, so, um, the Dungeon Slime collection is the Rattlelake Jam this week, it's Dungeon Slime 1 and 2, I think is what it's called, and it's essentially a puzzle game where, you have a cube of slime, and you've got to slap it against walls in order to get it through, like, different spaces. So you have to think logically, like... slap my slime, guys. Yeah, you've got to slap it till it's in the, the proper shape to go through the hole. <laughs> the schemes get okay, better I, by the I kind of like that concept. Yeah. Um, that, it's dumb, um, but I, I like that concept. I, 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 like, I was ten levels in before I realized, oh, I could, I just, I don't need <laughs> oh, to keep I'm playing, playing this. this. <laughs> yeah. So, it's actually not bad. I, I thought it was fun. Um, Hazel Sky is a third person. It, it feels narrative driven, but there's a lot of puzzle solving. Um, you play this boy who's like, um. Boy. What, was the, what am I trying to say? So, like, his dad, like, left him. I can't tell by the story, but, like, he's walking through this area and you gotta build this plane and fly it. That's, like, the first mission. It's actually not bad. There's a there's a very Last of Us sequence at the beginning uh, where you find some guitar notes. Yeah, okay, I played this. I played this Yeah, um, like, this game's it's not a, it, bad. You're, you start in, like, a tower, right? Yeah, and you climb up and yeah. you gl- grab the pieces for the plane, and, yeah. It seemed interesting. The game, The demo ended as I took off, so I never got to play more than that. Um, but yeah, it was not, uh, yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't bad. Yeah, it was a weird sort of experience. Um, it kind of was different than a bunch of stuff. Like, I, I didn't know where it was going. Um, but yeah, I remember playing that, yeah. Yeah, it's actually not bad, I actually. As soon as you said it. building a plane, I went, oh, shit, I did play this. Yeah, I, like, use the staple like gun a... to put the thing on the, yeah, that game, that game's alright, I like the game. The highlight this week, though, and I gotta recommend everybody go play this game. 
I think there's a demo out there, but Hellpie. Uh, Hellpie is a game where you play this character who's like an accountant in hell. And Satan calls you on the phone and he's like, hey, I want you to give me a pie. From That's the a 3D bank, platformer. From the chef. Yeah, it's a 3D platformer. You eventually get a cherub that attaches to your horn. You, with a chain. With a chain, yeah. And you have to and feed you it. And swi- you swing it like a mace? Uh, you actually use it to, like, swing. So, like, you get upgrades. So the the part where I'm at, I just got the cherub, and the first ability I unlock, because when, when you collect these things, you unlock abilities for the cherub. The first one you get is that he can attach to, like, the air, and you can use him to swing for platforming. I'm actually looking at it. You can change costumes. Yeah, so there's like a there's like an outfit store, and they call it the place where you can get your sexy outfits. And there's like a bondage outfit. In store. There's one where like you have like you have like an old school like mustache on and stuff. Yeah. What a weird little game this, this looks game, like. and it plays really good. It's a really solid platformer. I highly recommend it as long as you're not. So, just to give you kind of an example of the humor that's in this game, so like there's. There's things in because you're kind of like in an office cubicle area. I'm looking. Oh, I'm looking at the upgrade screen right now, and the sexy pose the cherub has where his butt cheeks face you. (laughs) So, like, there's things you can interact with, like um, water coolers and copy machines. And when you press the button on the copy machine, it's just a bunch of copies of somebody drawing a dick. So, that's that's the kind of humor this game is is delivering for you. All right. So. I think it's good. I'm gonna go back and play some more. I actually, might play through it. Um, um, it remind the, the the basic setup reminded me of a comic I read recently called "The Many Deaths of Layla Star," where uh, the child that's going to create um, immortality uh, is born, so they fire the god of death, <laughs> and the god of death is like, "I'm going to kill this child." And it ends up being a very sweet story at the end of it, but like, what a what a weird concept of like this whole bureaucracy of the afterlife. Yeah, that's kind of what this is, because like you're literally like at a desk working when he calls you and asks yeah, you to go I get like the pie. That concept. Yep, it's it's a cool game. <clears throat> so I'm actually enjoying that one. Um. I finally wrote my review of Bright Memory Infinite. I think I talked. I don't remember if I could talk about it last week. I might have been able to. I, I think you. I think you talked about it. It's good. I remember. I, uh, I think you have to understand what it is. So I wrote my review after I finished it this week. That game is less than three hours. Wait, like, wasn't like the original? Yeah, the original demo? was super short, and I didn't like the original. Like I didn't feel like the combat was refined. It didn't feel good. This one it does. It definitely feels a lot better. Um, but I was kind of just shocked at how short it was. I was like, oh, it's over? Yeah, no shit. But it's only $20, so, you know, it's fine. I mean, I got it for free because I bought the uh, original demo thing It's better than the demo PC. original, by far. So, so I did like that concept, though. They're like, you're going to get the, the full thing if you buy it now from us. Like, we're not going to screw you on that. I'm like, that's appreciative. Yeah. It's a, it's a good game. It's a solid game. I think I gave it a 7.5. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, They sent me a code for the $100 version of Multiverses. So basically, I have the ability to unlock right. all of the characters. 
Okay, then. That game is very good. Do you want to get me another? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not going to be putting time into it. It's really good though. Like that. I, I'm sure it is. Um, yeah. LeBron being a playable character. You're ruining the news. <laughs> what a weird fucking. Apparently, Warner Brothers owns him now. So the thing about this game is like you see it and you're like, oh, it's this shit off company trying to make a Smash clone. Like when you play it, you're like, okay. They really put time into this, and it plays fantastic. Like, it's it's really fun. The combat feels good. It's deep. Like, there's depth to it. Like, there's things you can do. There are certain characters that, you know, have certain, like, moves that are very unique, and it feels really good. Like, the game, it's really well done. And, you know, who can not want to play Shaggy versus Batman? I mean, come on. Like Zoinks! Exactly, and he, his his down attack move is he pulls a sandwich out of the ground you can throw to people. I mean, come on. That game's pretty good. He ever danced... You can't do a, ski, a shaggy, I was going to say, he ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. Oh, Jesus. can't do a shaggy impression. Like, how do you keep that fucking uh, voice going, like the breaking fucking... Smoke. I'm just gonna end up like the kid from The Simpsons, like, "Hey, Mr. Simpson, smoke a lot of weed, eat a lot of dog treats." Should be able to do it. I'm still working through the the extras in Power Wash Simulator. Oh man, I still have to play that. Game is so good. Part of humble as part of humble choice, I got Drew's favorite game, Lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, that game is pretty good too. I mean, uh, it's all that basic, like, satisfaction, like, you know, and some people are like, well, when you just mow the real grass, I'm like, yeah, you you do that in the heat. I, I just did, it sucks. Yucks, yeah. Also, I don't have as nice of a fucking, uh, uh, lawnmower as I would in those games. Oh yeah, I can get the sweet-ass lawnmower in those games. Uh, alright. Uh, <laughs> Played the fucking cat game, Stray. I don't, I don't get it. Why is everybody all up in this game's shit? I mean, it's literally you just play a cat and you do cat shit. Like you knock over paint cans. You there's a dedicated meow button. Somebody's modded in CJ from uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. That's pretty. San good. Andreas to play. Play as so I'm like all right whatever. You literally can just scratch I, carpet. You, you can take a nap. Well, I I don't remember what the game was called. Unfortunately, I can't. Uh, he plays a no, it's in France electric uh, game. Um, I can't remember the fucking game. The Spirit and the Mouse was is a similar sort of concept. I played the demo of that. Talked about it not too long ago. But like. It was a 3D platformer still, and you met things like little like electric ghosts and stuff. And I was like, "That's fun. I like that." But like, I'm not. What is the point of Stray? I, I legitimately don't know. Like, it's a puzzle game where you're. Uh, from, from what I could tell, I only played through like the first couple areas. You're just a cat, and then you run into these robot people, and you solve puzzles. Like, I don't. I don't know what else there is to it. I guess the puzzle. I guess the puzzle solving would be interesting. I, I don't know. I just. I have not had any interest in this game. Like, I wouldn't have played I, I it if I've... it wasn't in my PlayStation PP. 
I introduced that to the world, and I wish I could go back in time and kill it. I mean, like, but, I can't guarantee. I can't guarantee it would have stopped it from existing at all. But like, I'm. Wow. I mean, what else are you gonna call it? You gonna say PlayStation Plus? I... There's like three tiers, so plus premium. I I fucking literally anything stupid. that is making me want to suck shot suck start a shotgun. Like every time you say PlayStation PP, <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, that's my fault right there. Like, <laughs> you know what? It's okay. I is it? it. Um, I I know I put Stray on my Steam wish list, but I I that was a while back. I don't remember what hooked me about that. It definitely wasn't that it was playing as a cat. It was like something that was written about it. Maybe it was the mentioned doing puzzles or whatever. I mean, you do uh, do puzzles like you can. Ah, <laughs> do do. Indeed, do. It um, also can I just say this game visually reminds me of Biomutant, not like. Not exactly in content, but what dude. If I was doing kung fu in. as this cat, I'd be having a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, you know, you know what I mean, though. Like, you're a smaller creature in a world that was had humans in it at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they had more technology, and you got a little robot thing that talks to you, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, it becomes like your leash at one point. You get a little robot. I don't know. This game ain't for me. If you love it, that's great. I just don't understand the obsession with the game. Like, I don't get it. So. And I like cats. That's the weird part. Like, I have two. So. I don't mind cats. I, I just... I legitimately don't understand the fascination. Uh, so I complain. Like, again, I... There was something that was written about this game that made me go, I'm interested in that. Maybe it said it's open world or some shit. I don't know. It's really not. It's um, not long, either. It's only oh. like five hours. So they want they want like thirty bucks. Yeah, it's thirty bucks for this. And I'm like, I can't justify that in any no, right mind. I, I couldn't pay thirty bucks for this. No way. That's why I was glad it was in my PP. But like, look, I I'm not gonna shit on people for liking it. No, I, no, I if don't, you like it, I that's don't great. I have not played it at all, so I don't. Um, I don't know. Like, this is definitely not Skate Burbed. Herb, whatever it's called, <laughs> material like that was never that never looked good. Yeah. Um, visually, this looks fascinating. Maybe there's a good story behind it. I, I honestly don't know. Maybe people just really want to play as a cat. Hey, I know cat lateral damage. God, yeah, but that was stupid. Just... Like this game's trying to be serious. That the cat lateral damage was stupid. It like was... in a good way. Yeah, it was meant to be stupid. Yeah. yeah. Alright, uh, I've been playing the new Capcom Arcade Stadium 2, um, which I don't uh, understand it, why is a sequel. It doesn't hook up to the first game at all? No, it's two separate executables, um, which why? is weird. Like, why are not all the games in one? Because it's exactly the same layout and concept. It's there, you see the arcade machines. You kind of skim through them. They've got the same option. It's even got the same DLC, the the invincibility and the the backgrounds and the music. Like it's all exactly the same. Capitalism. I don't. What? I don't know. I mean, the games are excellent. Like being able to play uh, was it Black Tiger and the Mega Man Power Battle games and like. Three or four tiger. of the games from the fighting collection are in here. <laughs> tiger, tiger, 
Backpiker. Backpiker. Yeah, oh, oh, that's all I... Oh, okay. Just a side note. I I don't think it'll be... So, uh, somebody like GameSpot or somebody confirmed that, um, confirmed for Arkham Knights or whatever it was called. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights, that Batman is in fact dead. And I was at work when I read that, and all I could think of was, Batman is dead. I can, is it still in the chat? I could play it for the... Uh, no, you can't. Batman is dead. I bet I can find yes. it. I bet I can find Batman's dead. Here so, it is. So, so, Here yeah. Is. Tiger. Oh, sh- Batman is dead. Batman is dead. <laughs> Batman is dead. Okay, I played it like three times. Or yourself only. No, no, no. Um, it, it picks up on the, the audio oh, on my end. Oh, well, I don't hear it. No, you don't hear it, but the people That's listening who will hear Batman, Batman is dead. dead. Uh, yeah, so that was going through my head at work on Friday. Batman is dead. You're welcome for and that. And I'm like, just sitting there. And so, yeah, every time uh, I I hear Tiger, I, I go, Tiger, Tiger. That's and uh, Cumbersome, we all know. I'm sorry. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, well. It just makes me instantly go, it's been a while. It's been a while. I think that's everybody on the planet. They, they say it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just, sorry. Ti- when I, you heard it said, Tiger. Black Tiger, I had to break in. But yeah, and then the fucking uh, Batman. Batman yeah. I really wish the Capcom... We're just, we're just a clump of fucking nonsense memes. Every single one of us on the planet. We all have our inner jokes, and they're dumb, and we drive them into the ground. Turn that dead horse into glue. Ugh. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I wish this was one executable because, like, now I would like to have them all in one place. I don't place. understand why they separated it. Truly. Is it? Do they sell them piecemeal? All the games are piecemeal in both. Oh, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. So, like, when I downloaded it, they gave me the code for the, everything. So, like, I literally had to download like thirty more things for part two. It's it's weird, man. I don't. DLC of individual things is a pain in the ass. The two biggest offenders to this are Dead or Alive with all the fucking costumes and Rock Band. Like Rock Band. Although There's Rock another Band... one, by the way. C- costumes. <laughs> fucking <Goddamn> costumes. <laughs> um, Rock Band at least makes sense. Yeah, because each one is an individual like thing, but like and Dead or Alive, the costumes at... have to be they're, in the game. They're pretty good at also putting those those like you buy dead or alive costumes costumes uh they don't move into the next dead or alive game no the rock band stuff they were at least did a pretty good job of making sure all that stuff worked in two worked in three etc i'm really disappointed about rock band because i have like 460 songs in my library and I just realized my guitar won't sync anymore. Like oh, when Jesus. I when I try to do the latency thing, it won't finish. So and you can't buy one. No. Like I'm just screwed at this point. Like I have this thing on my Xbox that just is useless now. And like I yeah. I've tweeted at Rock Band several times. They will not answer any questions about the guitars. Sucks, man. They, like, what, they do. They honestly just say we're not answering any questions about the guitar. Uh, they've responded they to me whenever I've responded. tweeted about anything else, but they never respond when I tweet about ah. the guitar. 
And I've never seen a mention on their Twitter feed, like, ever. I was like, damn, that's ballsy if they're just like, nah, we're not answering questions about those anymore. They just right say it, I'm like, alright. Well, it sucks, man, because, like, they, the worst part is, is, like, how have they not figured this out considering they're still putting out DLC? Yeah. Like, you um, realize your game is useless without this peripheral, right? Yeah. So, you would think they would want me to fix it because I literally, the reason I discovered it is because I bought um, the new Coheed song because they released it in Rock Band, and... I spent money, and now I can't use it. I have never played the song that I bought. That blows. Yeah, because I tried to sync my guitar, and like I would do the the latency test within the game, and it would get all the way to the the very end, and just it would fail every time. Wow. I'm like, cool. So I can't even. So I tried to play it without the latency adjustment, and it's broken. So I'm like, well, I can't even play this now. Oh. I have all the DLC for uh, Soul Calibur 5. Yeah, I do too. You know how hard it is to find on that Xbox store? <laughs> you know how hard it is to find on PlayStation 3? Dude, the I PlayStation win. 3 store is win. terrible. I win. Fucking download them five, five at a time or ten at a time. Piece of shit. Dude. Fuck the PlayStation store. It's not even good on PlayStation 4 anymore. We've gone so far as just a piece of shit in general. Ugh. I don't. I don't want to hear anybody complain about going through their list of stuff that they have to download because I don't think most people have as much crap as I do. No, like you're review correct. codes. So like me digging through the Xbox or the PlayStation Store, the old ones. Nightmare fuel. Um, I don't know, man. My my PlayStation one is pretty bad because, like, like I said, all of the DLC for Soul Calibur Five alone is like over a hundred pieces. I have three pages of core episodes. <laughs> Remember those? No, I it was not, like a, I didn't download the, that shit. Yeah, I did. I downloaded all that shit. You remember? You know what the thing I discovered I hate the most about the PlayStation Store? Going back to it is uh, download, download <laughs> the whole game and the unlock code. You remember the unlock yep. code? Yeah. You download the demo. Yep. And then you get the unlock code, so it's a demo, and then it's like full game unlock. Yep. Ah, uh-huh. cool. Yeah, that's just How about sucks. you just download the fucking game? There's so much bad about... You know what the worst part about 360 is? Is like half the time the the internet on that thing sucks, so like the list will time out, and it puts you all the way back at the top. And the 360 has a bunch of stuff that says... No description available, so you have to click into it because it's been delisted. You yeah. don't you don't know what it is. <laughs> God, those stores suck. Yeah. All right, last game I just started. I just got it on Friday, of course, because we always get these games late. Um, but I'm playing Live a Live, and I like what I'm playing of that so far. It's a game I'll inevitably buy before the year is over. I'm I'm excited to play more of this. I like that you can play any of the any like part. eight chapters or whatever whenever you want and just kind of go back and forth. I started with the prehistoric one because I felt like that one should be the first one. Yeah, I understand that logic. Yeah, I don't know if it is or it should be, but... I don't think there's actually... A, a, I think it all comes together. I, I'm not too familiar with that game. 
But it's like um, Octopath Traveler in that same setup, right? Like Octopath yeah. is clearly inspired by. I like this game, what I've played of it so far. Like the combat system is pretty standard, turn-based JRPG fair. Um, I like the added voiceovers, although I'm playing the prehistoric ones. The dinosaurs mostly. are dead. The yeah, dinosaurs are dead. They're dead. They're fucking Fuck dead. It. Uh, I'm just, I'm like going into like weird computer, just repeating the same lines over and over again. I've been watching Westworld, so your 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 thing is malfunctioning. I guess. Uh, I can't remember what Hades says. Um, in in in, he says something like a memory core not complete or disintegrated. That's what it was. The word he kept repeating was disintegrated. Oh, that checks. That tracks. But no, that's it. I I still playing Overwatch, but. Other than that, same it's shit. still the original Overwatch, though, right? Yeah, the, the beta ended on Monday, so I yeah. no longer have access to Overwatch 2. Um, I, I do, have... as much as it, that game fucking annoys me because of how much I have to hear about it, um, <laughs> I do hope it's good. Like, you know. I enjoyed the beta, but I can't, my... yeah, I can't give it a good run until I can actually play normally, because right now it, it literally I can only play one role if I don't want to wait 15 minutes and. I'm not going to wait 15 minutes if I'm not playing a competitive game. Like, there's right. just no point in that. Um, and, I, and, of course, I've been toying around with, with old games. Um, Any standouts? Nothing stood out this week. I did get CDI up and going, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why either. you got to play Hotel, Hotel Mario. Uh, I, yeah, I think I booted up and watched the intro to Wanda Gamelon and then played like two seconds of it. I was like, oh yeah, you gotta press up to jump. Oh no. (laughs) Some crazy bastard did a, like, PC port of that. Why? No, like, um, come on, is it Wanda Gamelon? Remastered, yeah. So some guy, some crazy, crazy bastard. Oh, he did Faces of Evil and Wand of Gamelon. I mean, you can't do one without the other, right? I have, sure. Um, But if I'm correct, like he went in and fixed things. Like, obviously you can only do so much. Um, Dopley has reimagined and remade those two Lost Zelda games for Windows and Linux. Uh, remakes are using original assets available for free download. The remakes the game uh, was made because he wanted to learn how to use Game Maker, so that's what he did. Um, but, like, if I'm correct, like, he fixed the jumping, like, he fixed a bunch of shit in it, to the point where it's actually playable to some extent. Can you pick up rupees without having to stab them? Uh, that's the big question. I will find out. That's yeah, like that's the, that's the kicker right there. Like if you can just pick up rupees without having to stab them, that's a big improvement. Uh, I do not know. Yeah, that would be the question. That's like asking the question about the the uh, Simon's Quest go, Redux see. remastered. Uh, remastered. Make sure to turn on remaster modes and say otherwise. It's more or less just plays like the CDI versions. Main difference is slightly better. Slash more streamlined controls. The CDI version, you have to swipe your sword to pick up rupees or other items. Remaster mode, you can pick them up by, just by walking up to them. Nice. That's almost worth checking out. Yeah, like, I remember seeing this when it released and going, that's impressive. I don't know why. 
I have zero idea why the fuck you would do that, but okay. Uh, um, part of me wants that new Sega Genesis. Oh yeah, we talked about that last week. I just don't know why. Yeah, I don't know I why don't know either because I have all of those games. I don't. Yeah, need it. just I can I can just emulate them. My why, but I'm sad part is I'll probably do it. It just. I like Sega too much. I'm I mean, I think I, I think I summed it up perfectly in my tweet. I said I don't need this, but I sure want it. Yeah. All right, moving on. All right, so we're gonna look at new releases for the week. Let's start with Xbox. Nothing. All right, moving on. Yes. Xbox Series X, PlayStation Five, Multiverses Beta, Open Beta this time, so you can go check it out. Is out on. 26, we have Arsonist Heaven, Path of Titans, the Beta, and Loot Light. Whatever Loot Light is. Uh, how do you spell light? L-I-T-E. It's all one word. Loot Light. Uh, <laughs> uh, there it is, everybody. The the quintessential, the Ken ain't playing that shit. Nice. Uh, loot Light. I knew this was going to happen. Is a roguelike arcade game <laughs> which you can embody different heroes to try to recover their stolen treasures through a huge area full of secrets, hidden paths, and all kinds of weapons that'll make your playthrough easier. It looks like another twin stick shooter roguelite. I like co-op. how I think my favorite thing about roguelikes is like the fact that the game the whole point of the game is to make the game more fun by doing dumb shit. Like, go through the game, unlock this ability so you can make the game more... F- Why well, don't you just make the game more fun up front? It, only, it works... Re- one of the best mechanics of, like... One of the best versions, I should say, of that, though, is, like... Uh, Rogue Legacy, right? So... Hey, that's right, a good like, game. You actually watch a family grow, and it makes a little bit more sense because everybody's pouring money into it, and... Yeah, but... All right. You're right. You're not. You're not wrong. Unfortunately, <laughs> I can't fight that statement. Oh shit! All right. Um, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, mostly a lot of the same stuff. But we also have Mozart Requiem, uh, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town, uh, The Sims Four, High School Years, Digimon Survive, and RimWorld Console Edition. Digimon Survive looked interesting. The big thing about that one, I think, is that it's coming to Xbox, and there hasn't been a Digimon game on it's Xbox. It's a weird real-time or a, or a turn-based strategy game. Oh, so I'm like, nah, yeah. It it's got, but look at this art style. Like, tell me this doesn't. This is a terrible, um, but like, look at this. Screenshot and don't tell like tell me that that doesn't look great like that the drawn like sprites dude if that was an isometric RPG I'd play the shit out of that but um I, I don't know I like Digimon I've always liked their designs a bit more than Pokemon Digimon was the um, GoBots of Pokemon all right yeah uh, I guess that's not inaccurate uh, yeah I've... like I have interest in this game but it's just yeah I was kind of disappointed that it was a turn-based strategy game. Hey. Oh, hold on. Just wait have, for I a have, while, and it'll be on Game Pass. It's Bandai Namco, so... That's true. 
I have to show you this one. Um, look at the slime creatures. Oh no, they're in that picture beforehand. Yeah, the slime creatures are my favorite. One of my favorite Digimon, Numemon. I mean, that thing looks like it's, it's just a big tongue and eyeballs. It looks yeah. like a slime slug. Jacked up on some caffeine or some shit. <laughs> yeah, don't hit your slugs caffeine, people. Uh, on Xbox, we're also getting Noel the Mortal Fate. Uh, 80s Overdrive, and I think... That's... 80s Overdrive is a good game. That looks like a, a Outrun or something. It is, it is... I have it on 3DS. I've talked about this before. I bought it on 3DS, uh, so I actually have 3D on it. Um, it is It is Outrun, essentially. Um, you race against other people. Um, and what's neat is that, like, you have to keep kind of doing races to get money. And you can upgrade your car. So there's like spare steering, better bumpers, better engine. You can buy nitrous. Uh, like it's it's a pretty good fucking game. There's different environments that you drive through, and you have this whole like world map that you show. And yeah, I, I liked that game. Oh, this might even be very different because it's got a different map than I remember. I don't know. I'll but anyways, it's, it was it was a good game. It was a good 3ds game. So I'm assuming it's still gonna be good on consoles. Well, I'm gonna play it for show. Alright, um, Nintendo Switch. Let's do this. Um, My Cute Unicorn's Coloring Book. Artsy Pixel. Solitaire Master Versus. Gamma Boy Zero Origins. I'm gonna warn you right up front. I'm gonna butcher a bunch of these names because there's a bunch of games on here. I have no fucking clue how to pronounce this. Starting with. Gyaris. Jigoku Unko Toripuru. I I butchered that. I'm sure. Uh, can you can you send that name to me so I can look up what the fuck that is? Even. Uh, hold on. I can. Can I copy this? I think I can copy this. Put it in. There we go. Wow, Jigoku Anku Toripuru. That's, that's what I, hey, that's, that's yeah, about as that's, good as I did. That's, that's, uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that uh, is. Uh, our character, okay, hold on. What the fuck am I looking at? You, you're playing as a shit. Like a literal. Oh my good god. You are playing as a pile of poo with, like, either arms or, 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 I think they're arms. I think he's running on his arms. It looks like it looks terrible. Our character has a tantrum after eating spicy Adana kebab. He then finds himself in hell for some unknown reason. That's the description on Steam. Features: 2D platform game. There are three characters available. Oof. Okay. Well, there's your there's your first weird Switch game. Let's keep moving. Piece on. of shit. Accurately, also the character's a piece of shit. Train All Valley right. Console Edition. Azure Striker right. Gunvolt Three. Uh, Captain Velvet Meteor, the Jump Plus Dimensions. Captain Velvet Meteor, the Jump Dimensions. I'm looking that one up right now. <laughs> um, it does it not Captain Velvet. Let's see here. Captain Velvet. Whoa, Meteor. not what I. What the fuck am I looking at? I don't. It, know. You're okay. It looks like a. Um. I, I'm kind of dumbfounded. Like this is not what I was expecting at all. Looks I guess like a it's kids' like a TV big... show. Well, yeah, but the, that's the gameplay right there. Oh, whoa! That looks like Sim City. 
Yeah, but it, I think it's like a, a turn-based strategy game. Huh. The artwork looks like um, a yeah, like a kids' cartoon. Weird. Okay. What a very odd. Uh, it retakes part in strategic battles that include puzzle and stealth elements. Use signature attacks of jump plus companions through power and assist combos to unleash massive damage on hordes of enemies. Your grid strategic with abilities that inflict satisfacts or knock enemies aside to help control the battlefield. Battlefield! Huh. Alright. It doesn't look terrible. I just, I didn't know what the hell of Captain Velvet was gonna be, and I don't know. Kinda neat artwork. I'm impressed. Alright, the next game is Hexseed Casus. Uh, Japanese Escape Games The Hospital. Alright, I'm gonna butcher this. They're pumping those, they're pumping those out, eh? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this next one. Kumaju Ramelia Scarlet Symphony. There's loot light again. I'm gonna look up. Kumaji. I'm looking at. Uh, oh, this, oh, this is uh. Yeah. Th- did you look at Scarlet Symphony? Yeah, this is um. Looks like Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania. Which makes sense because I'm pretty sure uh, Kumajo is a parody of the um J- Japanese uh, title um for Castlevania. Hmm. Oh well. But this one's got like little girls. Well, it's to- it's a Toho game. Yeah, Toho Project fan game. Yeah. Uh, Lord Winklebottom investigates. Puzzle. Uh, I okay. I I have to. You can't. It's probably like um. Uh, what's the, what am I trying to think of? Like a investigative Come like. What the fuck is this? You're you're fucking um. <laughs> Uh, Lord Winklebottom is a giraffe. Oh, I remember seeing all, this now. All characters are, are animals. <laughs> okay. I'm, I kind of love the design. It's dumb. There's a seagull that has, like, a, a sailor's outfit on. But they're not, like, cartoony. They're kind of realistic looking, and then they're just dressed. Dude, the, the screenshot with the frog and the cat with the vests, that's, that's where it's at. Uh. Okay. Uh, Puzzletronics, Digital Infinite, Romeo to the Cracked Mars. Okay, hold on. Romeo? It's gotta be a cat game, right? Um, yeah, and what was the one before that? Uh, that was just a puzzle game, right? Puzzletronics, yeah, but... Digital Infinite? And I just wanna know what... Puzzletronics, Digital Infinite. I know, but that might interest me on a personal level. Romeo... Okay, Romeo. I don't Romeo even know what I'm like looking those... at here. Yeah, you flip the panels around to make it so you can get to the end of the stage. The oh, puzzle game. Puzzle Interesting. Game. Okay. Uh, Strange Horticulture. Uoni. Uh, All right. Uh, Avenging Spirit. Digimon Survive also coming to Switch. Madison, which is that horror game. There's a game just called Squish. All right. <laughs> Squish. Uh, Super Panda 2. Apparently there was a Super Panda. Uh, the Turrican Anthology Volume 1. Oh, is it... Look at my favorite publisher finally putting these things out after they fleece people for physical fucking products, you fucking assholes. And holy shit, I didn't realize this. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is out on Friday. I... 
Did not wow. know that was so soon. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll move to the news. Since you already spoiled it, LeBron James is coming to multiverses, but... And that's this week, during the open beta, he's coming. It's weird, but okay. Also, in Season 1, Rick and Morty has been confirmed. Oh, jeez, Rick, I don't want to be in a fight again. Shut up, Marty. Yeah, great. Just fucking, the whole gameplay is just going to be fucking Justin Roiland going off. Oh my god, we're in a fighting game. I can't believe it. We're doing the thing. We're doing the fighting. Yay. I wonder if uh, it'll be censored or not. Every tune. I, you know, I appreciate that he can vamp that much. It's just there's a level where it stops being funny and wraps back around into being funny a little bit later. It's like that. Oh. It's like that. Um, that scene in South Park where the kids were laughing about something, and Chef's like, "All right, it's not funny anymore," and they keep laughing. He's like, "Okay, it's funny again." Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, I do want to play that game that uh, the gu- where the guns are. <laughs> Justin. Oh, dude, I'm totally gonna play, and it's on Game Pass, so absolutely. Uh, it's gonna be so annoying. Hey, Ubisoft. And I love it. Ubisoft is canceling a game. You want to guess which one it is? Uh, it's it's a game that's currently active. It's one of those games I don't play that, that they've put out. Is it the roller derby one? There you go. Oh, geez, there's a surprise. That game is only like two months old. <laughs> um, Not the only game they canceled, time... though. I... I... I feel like I have to keep doing the... It's the Spongebob meme. How many times do we have to tell you, old man? Like, how many times do I have to say, stop fucking chasing fucking shit? Like, you know what I mean? Well, here... It's uh, worked uh, once. Let's let's uh, let's continue the story. So they, they actually preemptively canceled two games that were in development. Uh, Splinter Cell and Ghost Recon VR, as well as two unannounced titles. They're running out of money. Yep, they're looking to get bought, son. And they're they're such a toxic little environment that they're not going to be bought. Like, I mean, Activision got bought, so anything's possible. Yeah, but Activision has Call of Duty. As much as we like to pretend that Assassin's Creed is on the same level, it is not Call of Duty. It does not get people outside of video games as much as Call of Duty does. People will buy Call of Duty, and that'll be the only game That's for true. all year. Um, and 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 Ubisoft's done a terrible job of maintaining that uh, with anything. Um, you know, my dad, my dad was so addicted to playing uh, that Ghost Recon's the first one, the uh, Wildlands. Yeah. He's addicted to playing that multiplayer, but like he's like, yeah, and they just gave up on it, and that sucked. And he said the sequel sucked. He didn't want to play the sequel. They went back to the original game to play multiplayer, and so realize my dad's not the best example of anything, but like he plays maybe three games a year. Like he's going to play whatever Dark Souls game is out. For a majority of the year, whether it be like Neo, even, but like those are the types he played Neo 2, probably the most time out of that than anybody. And then, uh, yeah, like, you know, he played another game and like Ghost Recon was his return to, but like, he's like, yeah, they just don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you can't, 
maintain any uh, player base, especially when you're trying to divide them over a bunch of fucking shit. Just be good at one thing. Like, I don't get it. Like, they, they have how many Tom Clancy's going on, you know? And then they're like, and we're going to have... um, oh, Just, yeah, sorry. It irritates the shit out of me because it's like, they do this all the time. They go back and they try to make another multiplayer game and it doesn't work and nobody wants that in Assassin's Creed. And then they're like, oh, and here's the Tom Clancy game, but we're actually going to have two in the same year. And as we're balancing the one that we're maintaining from last year, and then we have um, For Honor that we keep going. Sure. And then we're going to do um, uh, Skull and Bones, which I think legally they have to because they took grant money for it, is what everybody else is saying, whether or not that's true. I don't know, but they... Uh, from the sounds of it, like, those countries' laws say that you have to produce something. Is it so, too early to cancel Skull and Bones? No, I mean, like, they can't <laughs> cancel it. They literally cannot. They have to produce something. Well, I mean, once anything. they put it out, they can cancel it, like, the day after, right? Oh, but I assume it'll be, like, a month. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of... um. Ubisoft will continue on that train. They have delayed the Avatar game to 2023 or 2024. One's Avatar coming out. The movie this year, I think. Great timing, everybody. That's why the game was supposed to be out this year. Um, but apparently it's pretty rough, so they had to delay it. Here, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a mess this bad, this whole company. It's pretty bad right now. The only thing they got going is that uh, Mario game that's coming out next month, I think. And let's be honest, their their portion of that game isn't the part that everybody buys it for. As much as I like the Rabbids, and I I'm I will defend the Rabbids. I think the Rabbids are great. Um, that is what that's not what most people are going to be buying that game for. No, it's Mario. All right. Uh, servers are shutting down for some, some hot games, including Killzone Mercenary, Killzone Shadowfall, and the most important game, I forgot this game existed until I saw this news story, Riggs Mechanized Combat. Bye. Uh, yeah. Another, another, another company that doesn't get it, I guess. That they just kept trying really hard and not doing a good job of maintaining a player base. Yeah, I don't. I did, honestly did not remember that game until I saw that news story. I totally forgot about. Like it. the the fact that like the fact that I have to almost point at like Mean Girls and be like, you know that line? Don't make don't stop trying to make fetch happen. That's that's. It's funny because it's true. There, there's tryhards that need to get stuff to stick. And it's like, you shouldn't be trying to make your thing stick. It's not a good product. Don't, like, stop trying to be like, I'm going to be the next big thing, or I can penetrate the market this percent. Stop that. No, you can't. You're not that good. Nobody's that good. You know, I, I, uh, how many Minecraft clones were there? And oh, so many. How many do you remember? None. Exactly. Like, if you want it, say Terraria kind of takes off from that, sure, Terraria did well for itself. Um, but for the most part, you don't remember them because they weren't good. 
Remember when the Ark developers made one of those? Remember when Ark developers finished a video game? Because I don't. <laughs> Oof, sick burn. I I always forget that there is a Minecraft style Ark game. Ark, a Pixark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spin Master is making PlayStation toys. So you can get your hot Nathan Drake. Uh, I was gonna say, here's here's. <laughs> Here's your favorite ki- characters, kids. Kratos. <laughs> Kratos with a light-up Apollo head <laughs> in his hands. Yeah, sure. It reminds me of when they were trying to sell Spawn toys to kids. Hey, I bought them. Before they just were like, alright, no, these are for adults. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, do you know what figures they're making? I or... have no clue. I just know they've they've partnered to make... Toys in the PlayStation line. That's all I know. I, I, I mean, toys are expensive nowadays, anyways. So yeah, especially in the kids. Jacko pose, you know. Nathan Drake in the Jacko pose. Sweet. I'm, I'm uh, waiting for Parappa the Rapper. You gotta get that. Bo- you gotta find pose. that pirate booty. Boom, boom, boom. That's right there in your face. Also, is Jacko the name of the character that was doing that yes, pose? Yes. Okay. Jacko is the character from Guilty Gear. Yes. One of those arc system. One of those arc system fight. crazy fighters. Yeah. Okay. I was just like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that was the name of the attack or the character. No, it's the character. It's 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 a girl with a pumpkin mask. So. Oh. Okay. Jacko. Well, that, at least the, the yeah. name the name makes yeah the name makes sense now. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Sony has also said they will no longer be doing Twitter one on one support. Uh, for uh, anything, uh, yeah. I am. I know we talked about this, but like I had to deal with their previous support, and their previous support system was garbage. Yeah. So, glad we're going back to that. Can I, I? I'm probably. I've probably told this story, and I apologize if I have. But I maybe I haven't, and in that case, I just need to share to explain my. My pain with that fucking company. Um, so one, I need my console, my PS4, back to my base system so I could uh, remote play on my Vita. And um, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what happened, but can I get this to be made my um, home console again or whatever? And the guy's like, read me the number off the back of your console. I'm like, okay, great, but that's not going to help me. And it, it did help me, but he wasn't explaining to me, like, no, I need that so I can reset that and all this stuff. He just refused to explain, like, the reasons why he needed information. I handed it over, but it was just like, hey, like, I've tried all this stuff. I'm I'm literally coming to you as a last resort. Let me know. That one wasn't too bad, but that was the last time I had to deal with their private or, like, on their website. The one that pissed me off was um ratchet and clank um into the nexus uh came with a download code it was 30 bucks on on disc remember when remember when first party games could be less than 70 dollars um and so i bought that game when it came out but i didn't open it for a while and uh i don't know where the receipt went but i finally opened it. i'm like i'm gonna take the code and use it finally because it had quest for booty the download code for so you're paying basically fifteen dollars for Into the Nexus and fifteen dollars for Quest for Booty. Like, okay, cool. I'll have all the Ratchet and Clank games on PS3 now. So I open it up and the code card is there, but it's white. There's nothing in the spot where the code should be. 
so I like go and I'm like, hey, what's the case within this on Insomniac? Insomniac's like, dude, we have like they send me an email back and they're like, we actually don't deal with that. You have to talk to Sony. I'm sorry, but like we don't print the codes. Like we just make the game essentially. And I'm like, okay. At least he's like, look, I, I can't help you. Here's who you go to. So I go to Sony, and I'm like, look, I didn't get a code with the game. And uh, they're like, we need a receipt. I'm like, I don't have a receipt. My issue is, is like, I know this is a known issue. I can send you a picture of the code. I can send you a picture with the game. I can send you a picture of me with the game. I can send you proof that I own the disc and I have a piece of paper that's blank. I can scan it for you and then take a photo of me holding it to show you that there's no fucking code printed on it. And that's your error, not mine. And the response was, well, we need a receipt. And I'm like, so what's stopping me from going, buying a new copy, and then showing you that receipt and then just returning that game? Uh, well, that wouldn't be allowed. How would you know? <laughs> I said, the only reason why you'd know is because I told you that that's a thing I could do. And I said, and so what happens to everybody that gets this game as a gift for Christmas that doesn't come with a code? You're just going to tell them to eat it? Fuck it and fuck them? Like, you didn't print the code. That's not my problem. That's your problem. You're making it my problem by saying, I can't trust you as a customer. That... How irritating. So I lucked out and I actually knew someone that worked at the EB Games that I bought it from. And I'm like, hey, look, uh, I told them about it kind of. And she's just like, bring it back. She's like, you got the code card still? I'll reseal it. We'll sell it as new. You're like, you haven't popped the disc in, right? I'm like, no, there's no scratches. She makes a, she takes a look over. It. It's brand fucking new still. Because I literally opened it like two days or three days before. And um, she brings it in. We opened up like four or five copies of that game till I got one with a code. Nice. She's like, we're just going to let people know that they, to get it, they're going to have to keep the receipt and contact Sony. But like, how fucking absurd. Like, ugh, I just couldn't believe it. And the response was literally just, it's $15 and you're just saying like, well, I know you spent $30 on the game, but like, and 15 of that was for the new game and 15 for was like the download code. Um, but we're not going to let you, you're going to have to pay another $15 for that download if you want it. And just how fucking irritating that was. So I scratched a code off, um, from Nintendo and it was irritating not hearing from them, but like on one of their cards, it wasn't the peel off. It was the scratch and I scratched and it literally just tore the code apart. And I tried figuring it out and I couldn't figure it out. And I sent them the receipt and all that stuff. And I'm like, Hey, look, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Um, here. Uh, here's all the information I have, I, and, you know, they wanted the serial code for the console I was trying to put it on, which was a 3DS, so I sent that with it, and, uh, they just put the money in my account. You know, like, it, it was like, Sony had the worst fucking, I don't even remember, I, I think, I think with that code problem too, I was sent to the, I was like told to call, by the way, this was all over call. This was not emails. They were calling. I was calling them, which was fucking terrible too. Because eventually, I was just like, just put me on the with the person above you. Because I'm tired. I can't. I know you're just gonna put me up above again because this problem hasn't been solved the last two fucking times I've called. Third time was when I gave up. The first call though that I made was to their online entertainment area because that's where it told somebody told me to go. They said I was going to have to do it over a phone call instead of email or whatever. And they sent me there, and it's like, the guy's like, 
Dude, I'm like the guy that if you're like playing like EverQuest or something, you call. He's like, I don't have any part to do with that. I'm like, oh, all right, my bad. He's like, no, no, man. I'm like, yeah, they told me to call you, and he's like, why would they tell you to call me? Like, oh yeah. So I, I have bad experiences. So I can't wait for them to leave Twitter and be shitty again. Because <laughs> you can't even now air it out in public, right? Because as much as I hate to say it, sometimes you have to fucking air stuff out in public to get anything fucking done. Ugh. Terrible. Alright. So yeah, I look forward to that in the future of Sony support. Uh, Star Wars Hunters has been delayed to 2023. I don't even know what that game is. That's a mobile game that's also I'm coming out. to Switch. Just, as soon as you, it's a mobile game. Alright, we're done. <laughs> Uh, John Romero is making a new first-person shooter. Cool. I'll play it. No Man's Sky latest update is called Endurance, uh, and it's uh, kind of focused around a freighter base building. I can't believe that game is what it is now. Yeah. And I'm not even I'm not even saying that as like this like shitty kind of like fuck you state. I'm just like good for them. They could have fucking packed that up and been like, well, that didn't go as well as we thought it was, and then leave. No, it's still going strong. Multiverses, um, so you can pretty much unlock everything in the game, but there are some items you can't unlock, and of course somebody on the internet did the math. Money, money, money. Tell you how much it would cost to unlock everything that cannot be unlocked in the game. Do you know... How much? No, is. I do not. Two hundred and fifty-five dollars. That's about probably what I spent on fucking that bad Soul Calibur Five game. So, uh, not that it makes it okay. Square Enix is making Final Fantasy NFTs because, of course, they are. And the first one. Whatever, is whatever. Cloud. Fuck that company. Cloud. You know, at this point, fuck that company. You think? There's clearly a division that's like, we want to put out old games, and they get the go-ahead, and then there's clearly the division that's like, we want to sell shit. Alright. Just put Final Fantasy VII on it, it'll sell. Yeah. Uh, Platinum Games has uh, restructured their business by hiring a Nintendo, former Nintendo executive. So, maybe they're finally turning themselves around. I doubt it. I, I, what, what, how are they going to turn themselves around? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, I Without major restructuring, it happening. Mario Strikers got its first update and added Daisy and Shy Guy. Goddamn have to add Daisy at this point because people were fucking pissed that she wasn't in there originally. I mean, yeah, they were horny. Yep. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, new, <clears throat> new Nintendo Switch Online games for Super Nintendo and Nintendo. We've got Fighter's History, which is a weird pull. Um, Kirby's Avalanche. And boy, I don't know what this last game is. Diva Story 6 Imperial of Nirsartia. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. Yeah. Somebody um, reached into the bottom of the KB so, Toys barrel. So, by the way, I can somebody tell me whether or not... I'm going to take a wild guess to say no, but does Waluigi still do the crotch chop in... <laughs> Mario Strikers game. Uh, I don't know. Because that was the best part, is him doing, like, the fucking suck my dick motion. 
I mean, it's Wario. <laughs> no, it was Waluigi. Sorry, Waluigi. He can do what he wants. Yeah. Um. The next, uh, so I should have done this with the Ubisoft news, but according to Jeff Grubb, uh, the Immortals next game, um, Phoenix, what was it? Immortals Phoenix Rising, is a spinoff uh, featuring Hawaiian Polynesian gods uh, with some pretty much kind of the same ideas and a new visual style. That's going to be the next Immortals game. That's way off. We're talking twenty four, twenty five. I'll I'll hold my breath until I find out whether or not Ubisoft exists. Yeah, truly. Uh, Discord is coming to Xbox, and we're not just talking about integration. We're talking about chat. Yay. I mean, it's cool. No, I mean, I just what am I going to say? Like, it's cool. I love it. It's great. I can play video games and do this podcast. There you go. It is just one of those weird things where it's like, that's such a weird... My brain still can't fully compute how that makes sense. Well. But Last yeah. of Us remake. Uh, uh, screens and videos leaked online, and boy, people were mad. I, I don't... Because they didn't overhaul the gameplay, even though they said they overhauled no, the gameplay. No shit! Uh, fucking... Guys, at the end of the day, you're still the bad person in the game. That's the whole fucking point. It's just to fucking be like, see, violence is never the answer. This, this don't also make a fucking violent video game, you asshole. This also sparked the entire internet back on the $70 game discourse, which... Dude, you know what? Let, let me just say, The Last of Us remake, people are like, why is it $70? I'm like, because it will sell. Sony knows. $70? Um, I don't know, because they want $70 because people will buy it because Absolutely every time people say, I'm not buying this, they buy it. Yeah, they're going to buy it. But millions of people are going to buy The Last of Us Remake for $70. So why would Sony I'm not charge I'm $70 for it? Like, why to be would clear, they? I'm not saying I'm happy with that that reality that we live in, but no, I'm not buying it. Me personally, I'm not buying it, but plenty of people will, so that's why it's $70. All right, you ready for the most important news story of the week? Sure. The Cowabunga Collection got a date. Oh, yeah. August 30th. I still haven't played Shredder's Revenge. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. You're broken inside. Well, we didn't need that to, to know. <laughs> we... This is not a. I'm not breaking down any barriers by saying we're. I'm broken inside. No, we know. It's Dude, very obvious from the beginning that I was broken inside, Ken. If if I'm gonna be honest with you, if it didn't sound so stupid, Cowbunga Collection might be my favorite game of the year. I ain't even mean, played it yet. I Shredders, don't need to. Shredder's Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge and Cowbunga Collection one and two. Oh, oh got about? it. No, I I I love all. Didn't those understand games. that statement for a second. I love all those games on the collection. I'm also excited for the Atari one that has the Jaguar. I am excited for the Atari one, but not because I like any of the games, just because like the team that does it is a team that actually gives a shit about you know. Um, it's the same team as sure Cowabunga. History... Oh, are they? I yeah, it's Digital Eclipse. Too. Mike Micah. Oh, yeah, Digital Eclipse. Digital, yeah. yeah, Digital Eclipse does good work. That's the people that should be put on more of these projects. 
So. I think they're getting there because like the been... Wonder Boy thing, just to <laughs> fucking bring up more saltiness about that fucking company. Assholes. Anyways, that's it. That's all the news I got. Hey, I'm I'm glad it's got a date. Dude, I'm stoked. I cannot. Here's been... the reality of what what will happen. I'll start it up. I will. Uh, I'll start it up. I will play Hyperstone High still complete to completion. And then I'll be like, all right, I'll come back to this, and I'll never come back to You at least need to boot up the the original NES game just so you can hear. No, I really don't. Yeah, you do. I really do. Everybody uh, just wanted <gasps> you to know that uh, Wombat just drove by a Shawnee's. Shawnee's? Shawnee's. Shawnee's? I don't fucking know. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not there. I'm just reading. <laughs> he drove past the Shonies, and I'm like, "What? Bring me food. I need some Shonies." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm assuming it's just a like a fast food place. No, no, it's like a like a family sit down restaurant. Oh, okay. So a Denny's. <laughs> essentially, yeah, it's essentially like a Denny's. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just kidding. Um, I just, I was like, what's the worst thing I could think so of? So the, but, the, right. the hook, the hook to Shoney's when I was a kid was the Shoney bear. Let's see if All right, now, hold on. I'm going to, I'll look it up on my own. Yeah. The Shoney that's, bear. Oh, if I find a picture of it. Oh, there's pictures everywhere of it. Oh, then you need that. There it is, Ken. Yeah. There's our picture for, uh, the, uh, podcast. <laughs> just a big image the of the Shoney bear. bear. I um, have that. A, you see the you see the stuffed one with the suspenders. I have that. Yep, it's in a box in the garage. Vintage Shoney's bear advertisement plush stuffed. Yep. I, I don't know People if this are is making tr- this on Etsy. I don't know if this is true or not, but I think on Twitter was it Drew that said um, Scott Steiner owns all of Shoney's now. I think Which, he said he owned quite a bit. Let's um, find out. Yeah, you gotta look that up. Shoney's Wikipedia. God, these bears are one of them selling for one hundred nineteen dollars. What's wrong with you people? Nobody's gonna pay one hundred nineteen dollars for a Shoney bear. You'd be surprised how many people would pay for. I mean, people are dumb. I forget what I was looking for on eBay the other day, and I saw the price of it. Oh, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, because I couldn't find my copy. I was like, maybe I'll just replace oh. it. Then I saw the price <laughs> of it, I was like, no, nah, I'm not replacing that. Well, how much was it? How much was it? $189? Yep, that sounds about right. I paid $14 or $15 for mine. Yeah, I paid like $15 at a flea market for my copy that I rebought myself. Um... And I swore it was in the garage. I found everything, dude. So I, I like, tore my garage apart looking for this stupid disc. And I found my Metal Gear Solid Japanese import. I found my Metal Gear Solid Integral Japanese import. Wow. I found all of my old Japanese PlayStation and Dreamcast games, of which there are about 50 of each. I found all of my import GameCube games. I only had four. Um, but I could not find my Twin Snakes disc. So I was going through the basement, and I don't know if I was on the podcast at this point, but I like, had to buy a, and replace a bunch of like PS2 games, like Katamari Damacy. I'm like, well, I wouldn't have gotten rid of that. Drakengard, which I still had the disc for, but I was lacking the 
the box. I was like, where the fuck is it? Um, uh, uh, Disaster Report, like the first game for some reason was gone. Uh, it was like a really weird selection. Uh, and as I'm cleaning up, there's a tote, a tote I've never touched. I do not know how those games ended up there, but I opened it up and there's all these games I fucking replaced and I went, Go fuck yourself. I mean, I paid way more the second yeah. time. Like my copy of Dragon Guard, the second one was 50, uh, 40 bucks, and uh, the first one I paid fifteen for. Yeah, I tell you, man. It's... And now I have two copies of it. It's like fuck off. I'm glad that I did not replace anything. Like I found all my old consoles digging through the garage. I found my Jaguar. Found two Saturns. One's modded. One's not. Well, I found my three DO. My other, I had all my other games, and I know I sold off a bunch of games at one point in a box. I'm like, did I, in like, just the biggest dumbass move, sell sell it? And I'm like, I must have, I must have sell uh, sold it because I couldn't find them anywhere. It's been years, and they finally find this one container. I opened up, and as soon as I saw it, I just dropped the fucking lid right on top and walked away. I was like, you got fucking kidding me. I tell you, the 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 crown jewel in my collection is my Sega CDX. There was Mine's like a Sega Saturn in the in-store display, like big metal arcade cabinet with a light-up Sega logo on top. That Sega <laughs> CDX, I remember when that thing came out. That thing ran for like a month. Oh fuck, they're terrible. Oh, it's it's a piece of crap, but nobody has one. No, you're correct. And I have one. I actually got it from. Oh, this import store I used to buy from. He actually I was hoping s- you were going to say I, I I bought it, <laughs> bought it from Gambus. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> I knew the guy. He we we used to run ads on the site for his store because I I bought a lot of stuff there and we kind of collaborated. And I bought it from him, and with it he sent me the original Welcome to the Next Level discs, the demo discs. Wow. Oh, yep. And Soul Feast and the Sherlock Holmes game, like all of the original stuff that came in the original Sega CD he included when I bought the CDX. And back then, I think I paid him $135 for the CDX think, with all that stuff. I think you also pronounced that wrong. It's Welcome Me to yes, Tot yes. Key Next yeah, to Level. That, Ugh, that 90s terrible. marketing was terrible. You Are Not Red E. Oh, man. Takes me back. I need to find my dinosaur disc so I can play with the T Rex on the PS One. Huh. Just uh, the marketing should have just been a quick swift, uh, swift kick to the nuts and been like, "Buy Sega, bitch!" And Sega. Oh man, takes me back. They told you not accurate. to put the. They told you not to put the thirty two X in the CDX. I totally did. It works Wait, what? fine. I guess it's power draw. Yeah, they said it didn't work. It totally worked. Worked fine. Yeah, it required some sort of fiddling, didn't it? Though, um, I think you had to take like the metal plate or something off in order to yeah. get it to fit. And also, you had to have three of those big fat plugs because you needed one for the 32x, or you need that anyways. Yeah, and then one for the Sega CD, and like yeah. it's just ugh. 32x CD games exist. I know, I have some. And that is the that is the prime example of not knowing a market. Yeah. Who the right fuck thought that was a good idea? Dude, when I was a kid, I totally wanted them. I was like, I need my Night Trap in 32X. I mean, I get it, but like... Let me rephrase this then. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea when, like, parents are the ones that are going to have to be buying these? You know? I mean, it didn't do well at all. 
Correct. Yeah. But you know what? I wanted it. I was a big Sega CD kid. Like, that thing was my holy grail. I love that thing. I had the old fatty. I don't know why, but okay. I had the old fatty. The one that was the undercarriage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one that sits on the Model 1, right? Yep. The pop-out tray with the access and the power on the front. I had the side loader one, and then I had the CDX one. So I had all side loaders for the uh, Model two. two. But you could put that little plastic. Yeah, thing. I needed like a plastic thing on the side that yeah. widened it, so the Model One could sit on top. Dude, of it. putting that thing together was like Legos. It's crazy, but I did it. I remember doing it. God, memories of those times. Just to play yeah, fucking Sewer um, Shark and Eternal Champions, ugh. and you know the sad part is, if for once I can't like Eternal Champions is the only thing I'd save in a fire for a CD. That Batman Returns game is okay. Man, it's okay. You it's know what okay. I mean, though. Like it's, the Spider-Man it's like game is Eternal, good. Eternal, no, I mean, look, there's out of the stuff you just mentioned was the only thing I'd save because you were just talking about like Night Trap. Eh. Oh no, Night Trap. Sewer Shark, no. And then you were like, uh, Eternal Champions. I'm like, oh, well, this is the only time I'd say Eternal Champions is the better. <laughs> <laughs> it had more kills, didn't it, the CD version? Oh, dude, the Sega CD version is like a different game. There's like 10 extra characters. Um, the Cine kills are still in not it. great, but it's like, okay, well, I'll forgive it because there's the amount of, it's a, it's a quantity now over quality. The hidden characters were great too. You had Crispy the chicken, you had the snake, you had the dog, you had the senator. <laughs> the senator. The senator stage fatality had you impaling him on like the Washington Monument. Great. Dude, I remember all of this stuff. When I booted it up last week, I did the the easiest stage kill is on the minecart, and you just kill them to the right of the stage, and then they get impaled by the log. Which, by the way, that transition when you hit it, they stand there wobbly for a solid 15 seconds before the tree trunk hits them. It's so awkward. <laughs> because of the CD having to load? No, no, it's moving. Like, it's just... Like oh oh man! I've played to... this game like a whole two times, and mm. I'm like, I don't like this. It's not great. It's not Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat feels better. No, Mortal Kombat is a much better game. I, listen, I don't think you've ever said it's better than Mortal Kombat. I'm just saying, like, that's the reason why I dropped out of it. I was like, ah, man, why would I? Why would I play this? Oh, but yeah. I also think I played the Genesis version. I've looked at all the kill sequences. And I'm like, that's fun to watch the kill sequences. I'm not going to play the, this fucking... There's the Washington Monument. Ah. That's um, that's the that's the <laughs> screenshot from all the... Um, the Cine kills. The kills, right? Yeah, that's... I'm pretty so sure like that's on Laser Time. I'm pretty sure that's Laser Time that uploaded them, too. <laughs> yeah, like, there's a video showing you all of the kills, including the Cine kills, stage kills... I forget what the fatalities are called, but me and a buddy of mine, when I got this game, literally sat on the weekends and would kill each other in different spots in the stage to try to find them manually. Yep, that's that's the uh, Laser Time Eternal Champion Sega CD all overkills and sudden deaths. Yep. Like, me and a buddy of mine literally sat there and did every single... Like, we would look for pieces in the stage... To see if we could figure out where they were. By the way, this is 
This is the character select screen. So many more characters than the, the original. So. Including Death and the Eternal Champion himself. I, I mean, I don't hate the concept of this coming back as a good fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, but man, those are some 90 ass desi- 90s ass designs. Oh, absolutely. You gotta Lots admit that the premise, of the, the premise of the game was good. To where, like, people from different time periods were fighting for the immortality from the Eternal Champion. It's a good story. A good idea. Yeah. I, um... Like I said, I wouldn't hate... I, I would love a Mortal Kombat versus Eternal Champion. Dude, the owl's name is Hooters. Yeah, great. That's really... He plays a monkey. Yeah, I could do without the animal stuff. <laughs> to be they honest all, with you. They all had their own fatalities, too. Yeah, that's fucking great. I don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway. They're the least interesting portion of that whole character select. Uh, we got an email in the 11th hour. This comes from Jeremy. He says, hey, guys. Hope you guys are doing well. After finishing Elden Ring and putting almost uh, putting in almost 140 hours, I was in a slump for quite a while. Thank goodness for Terraria. We just talked about Terraria. Been playing that a bunch with the kids, having a blast, then jumped into Ace Combat 7 after buying it on release day. Beat that, and now I'm going to Far Cry 6. Feels good to be back in the saddle. On another note, I'm really jazzed about God of War Ragnarok, but that $70 price tag kind of stings. Especially after playing one of the best games I've ever played in Elden Ring for 60 bucks. I'm probably going to hold off and wait for a sale. What about you guys? It seems like Sony is leading the charge with the $70 thing. Who is picking it up day one? As always, thank you for the show. Are you buying I God of War on day one? I will. But you own PS4, um, so... Yeah, I, I just don't think I'll be buying it right away because I never finished the first game. Like, oh, I got sh- really close to the end, and I just went, eh, I'll, I'll step aside for now, and I'll come back to it. He you did should it. Go, you should so, go play that game, finish it. I, listen, it's never been a... Uh, the problem is it's like it's been so long now it's gonna you know what's gonna happen I'm gonna start from the beginning you should finish it though I'm not listen I'm not denying that fact <laughs> not once am I denying that well fact. I mean you should finish it before the sequel comes out I but that's the thing I'm like no rush to play the sequel so like what'll happen is I'm going to buy it and sit on it till it's on sale no I'm probably gonna wait <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna wait Probably until there's a sale, or I'm done the first game, and if it's still not on sale, I buy it then. I was going to wait for a sale for Horizon, but then I just traded something in for it, so. I am totally buying it day one. I know $70 sucks, but God of War 20 is my Are you buying it, it or year. are you reviewing it? I mean, if they send me a code, I won't buy it. Right. If, if they don't, I will totally buy it. Like, that happened last year where we didn't get Madden on release date, and I just bought it. Oh. And then they sent a code... Like, two weeks later, and I remember I think I gave it to somebody to review. But there True. are certain games that I will buy go. if I don't get a code, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm just not, like, in any rush to see. I'm more interested in science fiction than fantasy. So, you know, I wanted to play um, Horizon before the year ended. But I don't feel the same about God of War. I, I love. I still remember God of War 2018. I finished that game right before I went on a business trip for work, and my review. 
I had to schedule it in my hotel room. <laughs> make sure it went off. Because I was in a different time zone, so I had to make sure it went off at the right time when it, went, when it launched. Anyway. That's all I got for this week. Also, I'm just going to say it. I, uh, as much as I don't like price increases because it makes it worse in Canada, um, as long as you think you get your money's worth, it's not as painful of a process. Um, my biggest issue is with the price increase is that some games are going to feel worse because you've spent more money on it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have an issue... I'm trying to think of a good example right now. Um, because I don't have a lot on my wall because I kind of moved my video games into another room and uh, boxes. Um, but, like, I take, take God of War, for example. If you spend $20 on it, 2018, I should say, um, you, uh, if you spend $20 on it, you definitely get your money's worth. Do you feel like you didn't get your money's worth at 60 though? No. And you know that the next game is likely going to be bigger and it's going to add more. And so I don't think there's any problem with going, or you're not going to have a problem once you spend that money. Like at the time when you spend the money, it might hurt a little bit more, but then you're going to play the game and be like, ah, oh, this is worth every penny. Um, it's, it's, it's harder when you feel like it's not worthwhile, regardless of price. Like a $20 game that you didn't, you play and you're like, this isn't worth 20 bucks is more painful than a $60 game that, or $70 game that you think is worth every dollar. And, and it's just, that's the problem with, um, I mean, I get it, some of it's time-based, right? Like a $70 game that's only three hours long is going to be harder to swallow. But, like, um, you you rather have, like... It's, it's it's hard. It's a hard proposition. That's the reason why the problem is like with like a Assassin's Creed. You spend seventy dollars on Assassin's Creed game. How much of that time are you fully enjoying, <laughs> and how much of the time you're just marking shit off on a map, right? And so there are these 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 things that we think about. Like, and this problem reason why like a lot of play a lot of games are going open world is because they think that it's a, it's a easier way to make it seem like it's worth. The seventy dollars, but that's not necessarily correct. Like a better experience, and I, as much as I know, people weren't happy necessarily with The Last of Us Two. I don't think anything in that game. I don't think it's worth the money in general because I don't like Naughty Dog's games. But if, but I don't think like they've put that price tag on it, and you don't get your money's worth from it, right? Like, in terms of game. And so it's like, you know, and it's not really open world. There's some open sections to it and stuff. But, like, I think that, like, you're, you'd be disappointed with the story, but do you feel like you've been ripped off? It's a personal opinion. Like, um, it's, there's a lot to take in to, like, really understanding why game prices maybe need to increase and don't need to increase. Like, I get it. Budgets are high. But at the same time, like, are you making the sales in volume or are you making the sales, like, 
by just increasing the price and selling less? And then what does the customer expect out of that $70? Because like a $60 game going back a generation, um, like Witcher was $60 and fuck, I don't know. Uh, no man's sky was $60 when it came out, right? No Man's Sky wasn't worth it when it came out. Now, if you bought it for $60, and it's not that price, I think you'd be fine with it. it. It's a weird state to be in, so I don't try to think about video games in price as much until, and this is just, I guess, inside baseball for my reviews, like, until I'm kind of done playing a game and I'm writing my review, I ask Ken, because sometimes I can't access the uh, American pricing, like, how much is it? And Ken will be like, it's this much. So, like, with Ground Divers, I was like, how much is it? I was kind of expecting 30 He goes, it's 15 I'm like, oh, that's a better price, and I feel more confident giving it a higher score because it's a lower price. It's a lower investment, and I think you get a better return. Um, you know, if it was 30 that's a hard one to sell. It's the reason why, like, with Phobia, at $30, I can overlook certain things and be like, yeah, you're getting a really good game here for 30 bucks." Um, if it was 40, I'd still probably be all the same, but if it was 60, it's like, well, at $60, you're competing with the thing that you're inspired by. Like, there's so much to take in with price values and stuff. So, if you like God of War 1, and this is just my, my suggestion as I ramble through my thought process live, apparently. If you like God of War 1, and you want to play the sequel, if you're excited about the story, if you like the gameplay, and you like the exploration in it, I can't foresee them dropping that content, if not even expanding upon it. Like, I'm sure you will get $10 more worth of game out of it, especially if you're already invested, right? So if you're somebody that hopped onto um, God of War later, too, when it was 20 bucks, like, I'm... I think you're going to be still super excited because, yeah, you're not getting it for the $20 you spent on the first game, but you're getting a continuation of the first game. So it, there's a lot. I, I realize that this kind of rambly and it's hard to think about, but that's what it, it's, it's a hard thing to talk about. Like, what is a game worth monetarily? Because there's free games out there that people play to death and don't spend a dime on. Fortnite, for example. So... You know, I, I, I would recommend thinking about what you expect out of a game first and foremost, and then thinking if that's going to be worth $70 based on your expectations, and uh, hopefully it won't let you down. All right. Well, that's all I've got for this week. Um, you want to follow us on Twitter? It's at M4G Podcast. <laughs> If you want to follow us, I'm at ZTGD, Anthony's a complacent robot. You can also email us, podcasts at ZTGD.com. Uh, Phoenix Down should be back this week. Uh, with Drew's, Drew's, Drew's becoming less pasty as he spends time on the beach. I expect Drew, <laughs> I expect Drew to be in full, like, clothing at the beach. I know, right? Sure, like, maybe shorts, but, like, shirts. So he'll only have a tan on his forearms, his legs, and maybe, like, his cheeks. Where he, or no, it would be, like, the chin or whatever if he doesn't have a beard right now. Yeah. Just, put, he's the person that spreads way too much, like, sunscreen on his face, so he has the white stripes, like he's playing baseball or something. Jesus. 
Uh, yeah, Phoenix down. Uh, they'll be continuing Yakuza Five when they get back. Um, no, that's that's all I got for this week. If nothing else, we'll get out of here. Peace, peace. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.